You're listening to Creative Voice Radio with Gwen Fox. Discover the creative genius within. If your inner critic is standing in the way of your creativity, listen up. Sharing your vision is a scary thing to do. Gwen Fox is here to inspire artists to believe in themselves and their creative abilities. Wherever you are on your artistic journey, Gwen wants you to know that it's spiritual too. Dive deep and reach high as we pull together the threads of spirituality and artistic expression to empower you to share your vision with the world. You are unique and only you can express your vision. So stop comparing and start creating. Feed your creative spirit and free your creative genius with Creative Voice Radio now. I love that intro. I love that, Benny. I love it. So do I. I love it. I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to do this show with the most incredible Gwen Fox. Um, you know, but, but before we do this, let's talk a little bit, Benny, about creative genius. All right. Um, back in the day, mm-hmm. we weren't so creative with intros and promos. We did something on regular FM radio, but now we've stepped into a whole new era of uh, talk radio, better known for those of you out there that want me to say it. Don't say radio, say podcast. (laughs) Okay, I said it. But, But in the end, it is a call for innovation and it's a call for change. And I got to tell you, it is one of those things that when we think about if you are creative, and I think Gwen is going to talk about this today. If you are creative, sometimes you stare at a canvas for a while. But the staring isn't because it's daunting, or maybe it is because you're a little bit afraid, a little scared. But could it be that you're waiting for the genius to be revealed? Today, we're talking about habits. That is a word, a habit, your compound interest to success, how we develop habits and take our business to a whole new level. This is super important. It's also important if we look at business with the same creative energy that Gwen looks at art and that's what you're going to hear uh, from someone that teaches people from all over the world how to tap into their creative genius, how to show up at the canvas and absolutely allow for that to to be transformed, that energy to be transformed to something amazing and something beautiful. But part of this is getting past the idea that any of us that are in the arts or the industry of entertaining have to be able to glob onto that label of artist and then the word starving in front of it. So we are going to bust through that. No matter how you're thinking about your life, whether you are somebody that is out into the world as a motivational speaker, or you're somebody that is taking your dream out there, or you're somebody that is painting a painting, today we're going to address this show to a whole new level of success. Gwen, it's great to have you. Thanks. It's great to be here. Thank you. But I got to ask you this question, because I don't know if you even know the answer. Where the heck did this starving artist thing start? 
I don't know the answer. Isn't that weird? To get rid of it. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, people have starving artist sales. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Is that for real? Oh, yeah. Is that real? For real. You see signs out. Starving artist sale. I mean, let's look at it this way. People love a good deal, but they don't like cheap. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. If it's cheap, then why are you selling it? It must not be any good. Yeah. I mean, what you're talking about is interesting, but it's also a mentality. You know, it's a mindset, right? It is. Um, and it is a mindset that anybody that um, anybody that is taking a gift into the world, and we have millions of people doing that, we don't quite understand what you're about to talk about today. And that is habits that help and habits that hurt. Habits that yeah. help and habits that hurt. Okay, let's talk from your perspective. And I know you've seen this as a teacher, as a mentor, as an artist. You have probably seen more habits show up in the people <laughs> that work with you than most of us. What yep. do they look like? Oh, they're normal. I mean, habits are normal. They're, they're what we do over and over and over. We don't even think about it. And it's... Uh, you know, it starts with a couple of things like uh, let's let's don't go into the art right now. Let's okay. just talk about let's wake up in the morning and let's say you've got a thought. Oh, my gosh, I've got, I need a little help on waking up here. So then you then you do a craving. You think, oh, my gosh, well, I need some coffee. And then your response is you either go in and make coffee or you go to Starbucks or, or the coffee shop and your reward your reward is the coffee. So that's the development of a habit that is being, that's a normal thing. We don't even think about it as a habit, but that is a habit. And, you know, the thought when you wake up in the morning triggers the brain to initiate a behavior. And then that bit, that bit of information predicts the reward. So it's a, uh, you know, uh, cravings are the, the motivational factor that behind every habit, it's a, it's a desire to change. And okay, take a gambler, for instance, if yeah. you hear the, the cha-ching, you're going to want to go and do some gambling. I'm not a gambler, but I can see that that would, I mean, bring out the donuts and I'm going to really need it. <laughs> well, it's the same thing about uh, smokers. I mean, those of us that have kicked that habit, right? right? One of the things that everyone will tell you about that is not only did they have to move away from, you know, the habit of smoking and the habit of just going into the store, right? And like every time you buy a bottle of wine, you buy... What they what what smokers say is the worst thing that happens to them from their perspective is walking through a cloud of smoke. And what that means is hanging yeah. around other people that smoke. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and today, well, maybe not so much today, but still it's hard. I mean, uh, the smokers that I know say that or that have quit say the hardest time is after a meal. No question about it. Uh, I think there's one other time. That's why I gave up both smoking and quit and, and drinking at the same time. I gave up both smoking <laughs> and drinking together, right? Everybody throws, right? 
it's you it's hard and now you can't smoke in a bar but back in the day that mm-hmm. smoking and drinking you know what i'm saying they kind of went together right they yeah. went together like uh, oil and vinegar yeah and that it rewards us it rewards a feeling and so you know the response that we give is it delivers the reward and that's the end of every habit is that reward that it satisfies us on some level. Yeah. And, and you know, from, from an artist's perspective, you know, friend, let's talk about this too. Um, we learn certain things, whether you are doing something as a hobby, whether you're doing something just for fun, but there are habits that most of us are not aware of that we're doing and we're going to talk about this today we're going to talk about you're going to help us understand what the mental aspects of habits are and uh and we're going to talk about these ideas of being able to progress right right but habits seem to be underneath almost every motivational workshop uh webinar anything you talk about you got it Yes, I know that I will watch artists come into a workshop and I know exactly where they are because of where they sit, how they handle themselves. And it's not so much now because I deal more with advanced students, but in the years before, I would watch the people come in and they would, the ones that I shouldn't be here. I I know I'm just trying to get this over with to prove to myself (laughs) that I cannot do it. So I don't have to deal with this anymore because I keep wanting to to create. Okay. So they're in the back and they're sitting there and they never talk. And so as an instructor, I make sure that they get extra help. And when they leave there, they're on fire. They know they can create and they're excited. So they, you know, sometimes they come to prove themselves wrong because they want to be right. Does that make sense? It does. Do you think, just a sidebar question. Do you think they're introverts? I'm an introvert. I know every time I say this, I mean, I I can feel everybody rolling their eyes right now, Benny, right? Um, but I am an introvert. I scored so high on the Myers-Briggs introvert scale uh, when I was in corporate America that, you know, the small marginal percent that's way on the outside of the bell-shaped curve. Right. They made me take it four times. And then they gave me four different questionnaires to see. And while I did improve on one of them, it was more I was in like the top 1.5 percent of people that ever scored that high in uh, introversion. And and so that's why I'm asking the question. It doesn't mean because I'm an introvert that I can't come do this. But when I'm over today, when I'm done with this today, uh, see if you can find me. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I understand. Uh, and I'm an introvert as well, even though Look in the us. workshop, I'm, I'm like you on the podcast. I'm, I'm out there. But silence feeds me yeah it feeds me and so I will uh also just be in my garden be in my studio I will be well I will actually be working toward I start teaching another workshop Sunday night 
this coming Sunday night. So it's getting ready for that, but it's being alone. It's being alone. You, it's being yeah, alone. I didn't, I didn't, uh, didn't get that high on the score, but I, I do, I do need that silence. Yeah. I actually think that really is one of those things for uh, a lot of people that spend a lot of time with their creative energy. But, you know, getting back to the conversation about the person that can't, that comes to class and sits in the back, um, they have to feel, in a sense, more appreciated. Do they change their behavior? And what I mean by that is, you know, as you really make sure that they know that you see them and you help them, so to speak, do they, do they seem to be able to move in a different direction from that pattern? Or do they have to? Maybe they don't have to. You know, uh, actually they do. And it's because they develop confidence. Because they're in a strange environment. Because, uh, okay, let's, let's just take an artist and they're driving down the road and they're saying, uh, well, they don't know they're an artist at this time. They just want to create. And so they're driving down the road and they see the art store and they just say, oh, I think I'll just pull in just for a minute. I don't know why, but I'm going to do that. And so they pull in and then all of a sudden when they walk in, they smell the papers because watercolor paper and all the papers have an odor and it's a good one. It's a wonderful smell. And then they have, then they smell the paints and they, and all of a sudden they just relax and mm. they feel, I've come home. Mm. I've come home. And so when they come to the workshops, they, you know, it's, they, they, they finally realize that they could create and they've come home. But I know that when I go to workshops, I want to be in the back of the room. And it's because <laughs> I don't, I, I want to be back there. I want to be left alone. I don't want to be asking, ask questions. I don't want any attention. I just want to be left alone so I can create. Yeah. Fascinating, isn't it? It's really yeah, a yeah. fascinating thing. But, you know, in, in, the, in the moment of these things we're talking about, and we'll talk about this when we come back from break, in, in the moments of them, we have to determine which are habits that are operating at a conscious level and that we're yes. aware of, which are operating at a subconscious level, meaning we're not aware of it, and then either one of those, which are going to work for us and get us success and which are not. Exactly. And those are very important things. And you're going to help us and talk to us about this and walk us through that. We're going to take a short break, everybody. Uh, we'll be right back. And I'm probably, I think I'm going to even change my chair a little bit. Benny knows I have to have a step stool to step on the chair because I like it really high. We'll be right back, everybody. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy Obear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy Obear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. 
Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Living Lighter Radio with Jason and Patricia. We have an ecosystem approach to your life. Tune in weekly every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as we, Jason and Patricia, discuss what's truly holding you back. We offer you the tools you need to reach your goals and at the same time be living lighter. For more information about Living Lighter, visit www.livinglighter.org. Calling all moms. It's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, and loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power at work, home, and play. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms, helping everyday women create extraordinary lives every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit VibrantPowerfulMoms.com. Do you want the knowledge and wisdom to understand where spirituality, science, and psychology intersect? Then join the Karmic Path Radio Show with Tina and Laura on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Follow this charmingly, disarmingly dynamic duo as they explore how psychic ability, spirituality, and karmic law tie together. For more information on Tina, Laura, and their groundbreaking work, visit TheKarmicPath.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. <clears throat> wow, got a little got a little something in the throat right there. <clears throat> Sometimes it happens. Me, me, me. me it's me. all the traveling you do. Me, me. It is. The, the 405, up and down, <laughs> up and down, up and down, up and down. I think that's in your chair. I five, up and down, up and down, up and down. 405 to I five, up and down, up and down. <laughs> welcome back, everybody. And that is I don't know if that's a habit. That's like you have to get to work. Uh but what are the mental aspects of that? You know, I'm wondering about this, Gwen, because, you know, Jessica and I, before we got ready to come to studio today, we didn't even think about the traffic. You know what I mean, Gwen? It was yeah. like, okay, we're going to get in the car. And the good news is we didn't think about the traffic because we could not, if we didn't have the HOV lane, right? Like if we couldn't scoot around. I live in the city of Bothell outside of any of the main things. But now Bothell has gotten to be a main city. I have never seen an online ramp ever in the 20 plus years I've been living there that totally backed up past past uh-huh. like miles. And and so I could have a perspective on that that's either going to help me create a positive outlook for my day or I could have a perspective on that that says, ah, I dread getting back on the 405. But what we're talking about are mental aspects of habits. And what would that mean? Because does a thought like that cause us to create a habit? 
And what is it about good habit versus bad habit? And Gwen, how the heck do we even know the difference? Well, the bad habits are the things that we always want to change, uh, you know, and, and but to be uh, a habit to change one is just number one, to be aware, to be aware of the habit. So let's just say, because um, I'm in the process of this, I want to lose some weight. You know, everybody who says, oh, yeah, I want to lose some weight. Uh, and then uh, I have to be aware of the fact that, yes, I do want to lose the weight. So what am I going to do about it? So here's what, okay, I decided to go to the gym at least three or four times a week. Now, if I have to get up in the morning and I have to find my gym clothes, I'm going to have a hard time because I might, during that process, change my mind because I don't feel too good or I've got too much to do that day. But no, what I have decided to do is, okay, I'm aware that I want to, to do this. I'm aware that, number one, I'm not really keen on it. <laughs> but what am I going to do to help myself? I lay out my, my gym clothes. And it makes a world of difference. It does. It yeah, does. Because then I just, I get up, I see them. I think, oh, yeah, okay, I've got to do that. I don't think, I don't think I'm aware that this is what I want and this is what I'm doing. And that's my stage is that my clothes are there. I pop in them. I'm, I'm to the gym at 5.30 or 6. I'm home and it's, it's over and I'm, I feel so good. I feel really, really good. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the same. I mean, are you going to have that sugary cereal or are you going to have a green drink? Yeah. 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 It's, it's fascinating. It's, You're talking about that for a couple of reasons. One is, <clears throat> one is um, I too, I, I was just thinking about this today because, you know, my schedule is uh, these days is point A to point B, point B to point C, you know, but sure. part of that is exactly like you said, I made a commitment uh, myself to move my body. I do it through table tennis, right? But right, yes, you do. I, I could have elected not to take out my clothes for today, right? Which right. would have meant that I'm here at the studio, we're doing a number of different things today, and then I'm going to drop some things off, going to do some things later, and and then here I am now, and I'm at the decision point. How does it feel to get ready to go to play? But see, if we're ready, there yeah. is no decision. There isn't. You just do it. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, uh, it, it's, it is an amazing thing of the tiny little things that it takes in order to succeed. Yeah. And we always make it hard. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I think we're also talking about here is, you know, we're talking about how to develop these habits for a business. What are some of the, the things that you've discovered along the way? Because, you know, we did start the show out by talking about this strange saying, starving artist. And just, I mean, you could put that in front of just about anything. But I had a friend that was a stockbroker, and he used to say starving stockbroker. And I was Are like, you serious, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't very good. He didn't, he didn't stay in that job very long. Um, 
but but the point is, I'm not sure if he didn't stay in the job because he wasn't very good or he didn't stay in the job because he set in his mind the notion, right? He set in his mind the notion of starving. So what does it mean to be as successful as an artist? What What is it that you have learned about this business, business that doesn't require people starving? <laughs> well, you have to think different. Artists think, oh, I'm going to be discovered. Oh, I can just paint and not, not worry about anything. Um, and that's not the case because it's like anything else. You need to become and change your thinking and become an entrepreneur. And that's scary. That's scary for artists because they don't like that role. They don't want to quote sale. They want people to want their work and they don't want to talk about their work <laughs> because it should speak for itself. Yeah. And I got news for you. A painting does not speak for itself. <laughs> You have to entice them to enter your world. And you do that by talking correctly and about your art in a way that they want to know more. Because, you know, artists, like if you're at a party, they want to, you're, you're asked, okay, what do, okay, what's your name? What do you do? And you say, I'm an artist. Well, I, if you said you were a real estate person, they'd say, well, how's the market? Right. But if you say you're an artist, what, uh, you, there's this silence. There's this, cause they're trying to figure out what to ask you. Right. And so, you know, and then they say, oh, okay, well then what do you paint? And so instead of doing that, when they ask you, what, what do you do? And, you know, you might want to say something like, I create beauty and tranquility in homes that people love. In fact, what I understand is that people love it so much that family and friends are just a little bit envious. I'm a professional artist and I paint abstracts. There you go. You know, and then guess what that does? That tells them, oh my gosh, I've got some questions to ask you. Yeah, yeah. And isn't you know, that cool too? Because- you know, there are so many ways I can think of. There's so many ways as an artist to describe what you do. Yes. Yeah. But they don't, but they don't do that because they don't, number one, they don't want to brag. Number two, they don't want to uh, seem too forward with it. Well, why not? People are asking you questions. They're saying, what do you do? Give them enough to really, okay, number one, you want them to remember you and you want them to remember your art. And when you've got that, you've got a collector. And, 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 and part of that too is something that is not really taught, but you help people and you teach people this. I mean, I yeah, I have a number of artist friends and this is something they had to learn the hard way, Right. Um, yeah. because they didn't know that they could go get some help about this, right? Uh, and yeah. even if they're living in an artist community, what they're looking at is other artists and what other artists do here. I live in a, I live in a most incredible place in that it's hard not to walk down a street in Seattle or, you know, Edmonds, go to the Edmonds art uh, show uh, that happens. I mean, there's always that going on. 
But what is so important is what you're talking about. Gwen, I want to take a short break. When we come back, I want you to share more about what this means, especially what you call the 1%. And we're going to give you lots of information about Gwen and how Gwen absolutely helps people, not just through this phase, but through bringing out that innovative, creative genius within you. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. People often ask, what does it mean to thrive? On Thrive by Gen Radio, it means body confidence, mind fulfillment, and soul synchronicity. Create synchronicity with God and learn as Jen shares action steps and real stories that will inspire you to be unstoppable in fulfilling your purpose. Tune in live each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit JenniferZellup.com to thrive with Jen. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Tap into the wisdom of animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso on Animal Soul Wisdom Radio. Tune in monthly as Darcy brings insights on how to better understand and deepen our relationships with animals. Working with light and pureness of ancient techniques, Darcy, healer, animal communicator, and medium is here to guide you through this process and provide inspiration to move forward. For more information about working with Darcy, visit DarcyPariso.com. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Yeah, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. We're talking about, yeah, habits, your compound interest to success. This is Creative Voice Radio. Gwen Fox here. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to do this fantastic show with Gwen because it's all about how to discover your creative genius within. Gwen, before we keep rolling here, a couple things. Uh, I want folks to know, uh, first of all, this isn't just a show you do. You literally work with people, work with artists, 
work with individuals to help them fully step into this. How can people find out more about you? Well, they can go to my website. It's gwenfox.com. That's G-W-E-N-F-O-X.com. And uh, they can find out all kinds of information there. They can contact me from there. And I would love to hear from them. Awesome. Uh, Now, look, we're talking about success today, but we're talking about habits. And there's something that you you have indicated that makes a difference. And that is the 1% and how that makes a difference. And there's an idea about 1%. And when you look back after five years, you do see something incredible. Tell us about what the aggregation means to you and success. Well, the aggregation of marginal gains uh, was kind of formed by David Brailsford. And he, uh, I don't know, you want me to tell the story on? on, on well, the... just talk about why the 1% makes a difference. Well, it makes a difference because it's 1%. You, in, you improve 1% of everything that you do. And, and, one percent is nothing like i'm in the studio and i'm thinking okay what can i do as one percent today well i can put the lids on my paint yeah and that's that's huge because otherwise they dry out and i'm always when i'm in the middle of a painting i'm too busy to do that and so i don't do that so that's a one percent for me but but to know how much it does is that in uh 2003 like the British cycling team for a hundred years had never done anything. In fact, the, the uh, cyclists, the makers of the bikes wouldn't even sell their bikes to them because they thought it would hurt their business. Yeah. This is how bad it was. Yeah. And so they brought in, brought in this uh, uh, Dave Brailsford and he had this theory of this. And so they did, I mean, they even, they even brought in a surgeon to teach them how to wash their hands so they wouldn't get sick. I mean, they did everything. They improved 1% on everything. And they did this for uh, a long time. So now in 2008 in, in Beijing at the Olympics, hey, they won an astonishing 60% of the gold medals. Yeah. And then in London, uh, the Olympics in London, they raised the bar and they set nine Olympic records and seven world records. This is all from 1%. And then that year, they, they had never won the Tour de France. And so, you know, Bradley Wiggins won it. And then the next year, Chris Brom won it for in the next three years. It's 10 year span from 2007 to 2017, the British cycling won yeah. 17, uh, they won eight world championships and they captured, they've captured the world. I mean, it's a world record. Now that's the British cycling team, but let's take it into your personal realm. What can you do every day? To, and I mean every day, to 1%. Because people think that, oh, I want to change. I mean, okay, I'm going to use myself as an example because I am the most disorganized person ever. <laughs> and I want 
to become a little bit better and develop some systems because that's going to help me and that's going to help my people as well. So what can I do every day at, to do 1% to help? Because small, small habits, small things make a big difference. In a year, if I do 1%, I'm going to be really organized. You know, 1% is not very much. Small habits make a big difference. And, and that's why they're considered the compound interest of self-improvement. Yeah. You know? What I love about what you shared is there is a process to it, too. And then there is progress. And what I mean by that is, you know, you know when you approach something like that, you can see your progress, right? Yes. Um, it, it's like Linda's mom taught me something which was a little bit difficult for me to learn. She said, Pat, slow and steady, slow and steady. And she wasn't saying go slow. What she was saying is that 1%. That's right. You, you know, right. you don't have to take on everything, right? Yeah, and I have a feeling that you're very much like me. You're a go-getter and you go things fast. I but do, we can yeah. do that and still improve 1% because yep. 1% isn't very much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the other thing though, is what we're also talking about is creating a solution for ourselves, which doesn't overwhelm us. And I think what happens to a lot of people in the event that there is an attempt to change a habit is there is the immediate state of overwhelm. Oh, because they make it a big habit. Okay, they're they're saying, okay, I want to produce uh, eleven paintings for the show, and then and then they don't sit down and say, how am I going to do that? And they systemize that. They take that goal and then they break it down, and then they develop this habit of knowing what they need to do each day to get that goal. That's the key right there is, is the breakdown. And I just have a little, I have a little uh, whiteboard that I have sticky notes on. And every day I know exactly what I'm going to work on. And that keeps me focused. And, yeah. I, and I'm able to get it done. Yeah. I, I'm like you. I have a calendar. Uh, and we have a team calendar. And we do not function here. Uh, at the network without the, without a, a, an integrated calendar. Um, it, it, now, yeah. it would be impossible. It, yeah. but, but the other side of it is I have my own separate calendar, right? Because while the, the, the large view says that today I want to get X done, right? Mm -hmm. My right. individual calendar says, and by the way, Pat, in order for you to get things done, focus, focus, focus. How important is focus on habit, habit training? Well, it's like anything else. Like you, you want this habit, but how are you going to develop it? Uh, and that's, it's just being aware of what you want. Uh, you want to produce, you, let's say you want to make X amount of money. 
uh, in the next three months or the next year? How are you going to do it? You've got to develop, you got to sit down and say, and we're back to the 1%, what can I do every day that's tiny? And, and it's not this big thing. And because that, that, just, that just puts a roadblock right in our mind. And, but if it's a little, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And I can do that every day. And it's breaking it down and putting it on, I, as I say, my little whiteboard with my little sticky notes. And it's just awesome. I just look up there and I say, okay, today I have to do this. And I don't think about, oh, and I've also got to do this, this, and this, because it's already been worked out. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to take a short break, Gwen. When we come back, um, one of the things that I think is important that you also help people with um, is about our habits. How do they guide who we are and who we want to become? Because I think this is the missing link for people in that we don't really get that our habits show up as behavior. And however they show up, whatever they show up in, whether it's a sport, whether it's cleaning the house, whatever that is, they, they, as we do, they may end up defining us. And sometimes they may define us, and I mean define us to the outside world, not to, not to who we are inside, but to the outside world. And the question yeah. is, are we being defined or perceived in a way that we are even aware of because of habits? Habit number one. I mentioned Rihanna the other day, Benny. I have to mention her again. Six hours late. Six hours. Six hours late. Is that okay? <laughs> I'm being hard on her, Benny. I'm sorry. We'll be right back. Learn to live in the light and unveil the authentic you with a time of healing radio with me, Felistiana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as I help listeners understand sacred fusion energy and how to connect to the spirit that fuels the very life we live. Explore the journey of spiritual transcendence and ultimately discover the path to peace, love, purpose, and wholeness. For more information, visit atimeofhealing.com. Discover the creative genius within on Creative Voice Radio with Gwen Fox each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in for a conversation that will inspire, motivate, and empower you to share your inner vision with the world. Make the deep connection between art and spirituality to take your artistic expression beyond anything you dream possible. Say yes to fear. Say yes to the creative genius within. For more information about Creative Voice Radio and working with Gwen, visit GwenFox.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. 
Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Of course, today... What we're doing is we're talking with Gwen Fox. She is the host of Creative Voice Radio. Uh, and for her show today, we're taking on the, uh, the idea of, of habits. Uh, so I must, I must say this because I'm getting a few text messages here. Um, Rihanna apologized. Just want to say that. She did apologize. Um, and, and so just, just want everybody to know, don't, don't text me to tell me about that. She did come out and apologize for that. Um, here's the thing. How important is a habit to you? How important is it? And, you know, there is something to be said about what Gwen and I were talking about before. And that is, do our habits identify us? Now, I have to tell you, if you are a Rihanna, then your habit like that becomes the headline of every magazine they question what, what's going on in your life because she lives in a glass house. And, you know, for many people, their habits don't matter because they are truly being who they are. They don't matter to the outer world. And I have to say that this is really a fine line, Gwen, for deciding for ourselves what is an important habit and does it matter to me as opposed to, yeah, I have that habit of XXX, and it is not important to me. And so this is this area where we have to look at. But when it comes to success and money, and that's what we're talking about today. Right. Success and money. There are some habits that in our pop culture, some of the highest paid actors are no longer the highest paid actors. And I'm talking money because we're talking success. But what is it about us that we can learn by developing success habits that are unique and important to what each and every one of us do, and especially artists, Gwen? Well, okay. Outcomes are what you get, no matter what business you're in. And process is about what you do. Like, what are you going to do about what your process and identity is about who you believe you are and who you wish to become. And there's the key. There's the key because if you're going to be a success in any form, art, business, anything, it doesn't matter. You have to believe, you have to become your identity. Let's say you want to lose weight. Okay, that's fine. 
but are you the person that's going to say, um, oh, I want to lose weight? No, well, you, you're not gonna say that. You're gonna say something like, you're gonna pass up the donut and just say no and practice that before you go out because this is, this is the identity of who you want to be. And developing a habit is just developing an identity. It tells everybody who you are. I don't know if that made sense or not. Well, it does. And you have to be mindful of it. I mean, you if you are in the industry, if you're an artist and you're in that industry and that is your field and your profession now, right? You know, there are things that you pointed out earlier in the show that are going to help you be successful. Um, if you are out and somebody asks you, what do you do? And you say, I do art. And then you walk away not knowing who this person is, what they do, whether or not they're in your profession, how they can help you, how they cannot help you. Um, and, and, you know, this is a little known fact about what I do. Many people know me, Gwen, as Dr. Pat and, of course, the owner of Transformation Radio and Transformation Talk Radio. But there's something else that, that I've started to do in the past five years with our hosts. And it has to do with people that are just coming out with their message. And we do everything from soup to nuts now, whether it's websites, branding, helping you with your book, finding you a book agent, all of the above. But the one thing that I help them with is their sound bites. Because, see, that's what I'm good at. Believe it or not, this kid that stuttered for most of her teenage years, I know about sound bites. Because have you ever seen anybody stutter? A person that stutters, just like I did as a kid, we had to perfect the two words that we were going to be able to get out. We had to perfect them. You know what I'm saying? So... If somebody asks us a question, and many people will ask us stutter as a question, they'll ask us 10, 10, 10 different ways because they're waiting for us to answer and they don't think we hear them. But our issue isn't with our hearing. It's we're trying to, to answer. But here's the thing that I love doing with, with the folks that we have now is help answer that question. What do you do? Right? I help people create stories that will transform the world. That's my sound bite these days. And it never was that. People would ask me, what do you do? And I'd fumble, 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 fumble with it. I would fumble. I would say, uh, I do a show. Right, Gwen? <laughs> I, I do a show. And so if I do a show, then the problem really is, what does that mean? Do I do an art show? Am I doing like a, uh, a radio show? Or do I help people create stories that are going to transform the world? And then when folks ask me about that, they say, wow, how do you do that? And then my next answer is probably going to be, well, I do that in a number of ways whether it's taking a soundbite and transforming it to a book or creating a powerful message that streams out over 100 networks uh, in a positive talk radio venue or create live streaming video that tells a story that's animated that perhaps has graphic effects 
or very simply helping folks stand up and be who they are. We do that. We do all of that. We haven't always done all of that because once upon a time for one hour a week, this was crust busting your way to an awesome life. And Gwen nailed it 1% at a time. We went from one hour in 2003, one hour, and folks, internet only radio, internet only. So sometimes when people ask me what I do, I say I'm a pioneer in digital radio because very few people, myself, Patricia Raskin, and there are a couple of others that can say we have been doing internet, digital, now it's called podcasting, talk radio for almost its inception 16 years ago. But this is about what it is you're going to own and who you are. And today's show about habits allows you to look at them and make a decision on which 1% are you going to do. (sighs) It's daunting for me. My table tennis coach wants me to do one thing. He is not going to stop training me on this one thing until I can do it. It's daunting. But yesterday he said to me, you're doing a lot of things, all of these things right. It's just this one thing. But here's the one thing, folks. This one thing, and I know this is in my life. I have one things like this. I'm sure Benny does. I'm sure you do. There's that one thing that you've yet to master. Here's my message for all of you today. Breaking bad habits, it's a journey. Don't give up. Don't give up. I work with women in addiction and recovery, and I'll tell you this one thing. Don't give up is what we say. Don't give up. Because there is a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Let's take a short break. We're coming back. Sarah Main is in the house. She's in the studio. We are going to rock it, rock it, rock it here. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Creative Voice Radio with Gwen Fox. Discover the creative genius within. Tune in monthly as Gwen joins Dr. Pat to make the connection between art and spirituality and inspire listeners to express their vision by saying yes. Yes, you're good enough. Yes, you're talented enough. Yes, you are an artist. Connect to the vision you'll share with the world by saying yes to the things you fear. Ignite your creative being, body and soul with Creative Voice Radio. For more information about Gwen Fox or to listen to this show, visit GwenFox.com. 